0: Yeah, and Anthony Albanese joins us this morning, leader of the opposition. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Thanks for uh, a bit of Eminem to brighten up my morning. (laughs) We always play the
0: person we're talking to's favourite song before we get them on, so you're welcome. Oh, oh, very
1: good. Very good. Thank you. Appreciate it. I hope you're all staying safe there. It's a tough time that you're going through in South East Queensland and northern New South Wales. As well, that uh, Balon is just being evacuated as we speak. Mm. Mm.
2: Are you? You're flying up here today to help out. What's the itinerary for you today?
1: Well, I'll be up up there this afternoon, uh, flying in, uh, getting briefings. I've spoken with uh, a range of our our local members up there. Of course, people like Shane Newman in Ipswich. And,
0: oh, he's got, oh, hello! Uh,
1: and Annika okay. Wells has been out there. Uh, providing support, all of all of our MPs and Murray White, our, our shadow minister, has been everywhere, I think. And uh, I'll be coming up this afternoon. I'm going to the Emergency Response Centre uh, tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's appropriate that uh, we ask the, the federal government to make sure that Services Australia people are on the ground providing support uh, for people when they need it. We don't want bureaucracy getting in the way at the mm-hmm. moment people are having to apply online and they've got to have a my gov account it's quite complex we need to give people that emergency support uh when they need it which is right now
2: i thought they're just doing gofundme Pages. Um, well, no, I was talking about Peter Dutton. Um, he did post up, and you know his message was accurate that there's so many people that need help, and he donated. But everyone was like, "What? It would have been you doing a GoFundMe page? Where are our taxes going?"
1: Well, the, the taxes have got into the emergency response fund that hasn't been spent. It's, mm. uh, they set up a fund a few years ago of four billion dollars. We supported that happening. They took money from infrastructure funds that have been established, it's got $800 million of interest. It's now bigger than it was at the beginning. The whole idea was that you'd set up a fund and draw down $200 million each year. Uh, that's what what we will do with our Disaster Ready Fund. We need to make sure that we we prepare for uh, disasters uh, in advance and, and spend the money that's been allocated. I, I, it's beyond my comprehension how it could just be sitting there uh, and not being used.
0: How does it work with funding um, between the federal and the state governments as well? Um, like how much can the state government actually provide to, to help out residents here in, in Queensland?
1: Well, there's agreement uh, now. Uh, Legislators so that it automatically kicks in when an area is declared a disaster zone of, of shared funding, and that's to stop the sort of argy-bargy that, that used to happen. That was something that occurred in the wake of the 2011 floods in, in South East Queensland that happened the last time. There were there were very large uh, floods of this size. And, of course, at that time you had bushfires as well. You mm. had a range of the natural disasters. Uh, Queensland seems to cop it more than most. I was in the flood areas around Maryborough just in, in January, mm. and they... Uh, there's a major alert for Maryborough today as one of the areas they're really worried about. They're worried about there. They're worried about life. And of course uh, the waters uh, get to recede around the Brisbane River as well. So just everyone stay safe. Follow the advice of, of the experts. And just a big thank you to our emergency services and SES and, and all the other volunteers people helping out. It's, it's extraordinary that at the worst of times, we see the best of Australians. Mm. We're seeing it again at the moment.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's what you're seeing even, and we've been talking about this the, you know, the last couple of days, even the communities throughout, you know, the suburbs where people have been flooded, the streets that are empty, there's people feeding neighbours, there's people they've never met sleeping in spare bedrooms. It's, it, for the worst of situations, it just brings out the best in people as well.
1: It it does, you know, and and it's part of the Australian character uh, that we can be really proud of as a nation is that whether it's a a natural disaster, an emergency, or whether it was during the pandemic as well, people were making sacrifices to look after each other and the sort of uh, charity and effort and people risking their own safety Mm. in order to help others as well is... uh, just quite extraordinary Mm. and it should inspire all of us really and
0: but now but now we we know know we've got that character i don't think we 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 don't need it again for a while now you know we know we do that (laughs) yeah
1: well we 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 hope not it uh there's a a pretty bad climate change report out today by the, the international panel as well predicting more extreme weather events and uh you know we uh, just another reminder that we really need to do our bit there as well
2: uh, um Albanese we were speaking to scomo yesterday and we we're talking about people's frustrations because yes it is mother nature we can't con that, although we probably should with the, the global warming. But talking about the warning system that people got, they were saying they were so frustrated and we're talking about the bomb yesterday and they were saying it kept changing the information that they had gone. SCOMO was saying that, you know, so much money had been poured into the bomb to try and keep it up to date. Do you think that that needs to be looked into more and make sure that they do have all the technology they need and accurate reporting and also the, the warning systems?
1: Look, we need to give the Bureau whatever resources it needs because it's it's short-sighted to cut back on uh, these research facilities we opposed the cuts when they came into the CSIRO it's really cutting off your nose to spite your face as my mum used to say mm. uh, it really makes no sense and the Bureau of Meteorology people they work hard but they need more resources quite clearly
0: um, I would be in touch with the Higgins Storm Chasers guys on Facebook. I know it sounds silly, Albo, but they were running Facebook Lives throughout the last couple of days and they were pretty spot on <laughs> with all of their information.
1: Okay, so I, I didn't follow them, I've got to say, but, uh, well, that's an example of civil society taking action as well, yeah. uh, it, letting, letting people know uh, what what's going on and the role of your good selves, you know, radio is what people will be listening to to get that immediate information out there into the local communities is really important.
0: Well, thank you for your time this morning, mate. We know you're on your way to Queensland. Uh, we look forward to seeing you in some gumboots and a yeah, set of gloves. Yeah, don't bring those
2: country road hey? sneakers. You looked amazing in the photo yeah. shoot, Albanese, <laughs> but don't bring those. They're way too white, okay?
1: Thank you. No, they they might end up a bit muddy. Mm-hmm. Hey, they
2: that were borrowed. You don't own
0: them, do you? <laughs>
1: Oh, no, of course I do. (laughs) How dare you, Matty. Good on you, mate. (laughs)